Fool, Bronte. Thanks to OSO Surgery and Orthodontics, Edward Street Walker. Sam, we talk a lot about the Royals in the Full Bronte and we're often talking about the English Royals, the Windsors, like Princess um, Kate. Megan of Sussex. Correct, correct. This is exciting me, Bronte, because Mm -hmm. I know I might come off as like a royal hater, but if we are going down another path, possibly the Danish, I'm bloody excited. Yes! Correct, Sam. We are talking about Princess Mary and Prince Frederick of Denmark. Because she's from Hobart. She is. She's a Tassie girl. And And they met at a pub. Well, this is the twist in the tale, Sam. Don't tell me otherwise. It has been long believed that Princess Mary met Prince Frederick at a pub in Sydney during the 2000 Olympics. What's it called, the pub? I can't remember. It's like something It's like the shoe-in. Yeah, yeah. But now... Princess Mary's bridesmaid and her very, very good friend, this is Amber Petty, said that it wasn't actually a random meeting with Prince Frederick. It isn't quite the fairy tale that we all first thought. Yeah, whatever. Mary actually met Frederick at an exclusive private dinner party with a group of royals who were in Australia for the Olympics. No. So it wasn't a random meeting. It was an organised small dinner and Mary happened to be invited. Don't lie to me. And most of the guests were royals. Don't talk to me about this. I'm sorry. That's bulldust. They met at the slip-in. They might have... The slip-in. That's right. But they might have met there again, but they had already spent time at this dinner party. Uh, Amber said that Mary and Frederick were seated close to each other and very quickly developed a lovely connection. They were actually sitting across from each other and um, very perfect position to be sitting and talking and bonding. And it was a lovely dinner and the start of a very big chapter for the rest of their lives. Why would you believe Princess Mary's petty bridesmaid. Don't make fun of her last name. No, I'm not. She I was her was maid of honour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, I'm not saying she's very petty for coming no, out. She, I, I think she's just saying, look, they <clears> did, that's probably where they were spotted together for the first time at the slip-in, but they had met a couple of nights earlier at a private dinner party. She wants her five seconds or 15 minutes of fame, whatever you call it. Well, she is releasing a book, I should oh. say. <laughs> Amber is still close to the princess and is releasing her memoir not called anymore. This Is Not A Love Song. Sell out. Oh, please. The slip-in, what a story. Yeah, I, I met know. a Danish prince at the slip-in. She did, but she just already met him. We and she probably twice. said, come meet us at the slip-in a bit later this week. We'll be there. I'll see you there. You can't meet twice. They are such a beautiful couple. Oh, my God. And she's going to be the crown... Like, she's the crown princess. She's going to be the queen of Denmark. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of bulldusting before where I said I liked the royals. Why do we still have these sort of traditions where we put people who are literally born into it on a pedestal when they haven't really achieved anything in life? It is very confusing as why we celebrate these type of people. (laughs) (sighs) Why do we do it? You seem frustrated, Sam. There just could be other people around the world who deserve more of a platform than people who are born into riches. Got that fighting spirit in you for this Thursday, Sam. It's burning in me. Is it burning in you? Yeah, it's burning in Alan DeGeneres also. If you're feeling any kind of burning (laughs) sensation, though, please see your doctor. Oh. Brace yourself.
The Fool, Bronte. Thanks to OSO Surgery and Orthodontics, Edward Street Walker. Oh, we have an update on the Ellen DeGeneres saga, Sam. If you have been uh, sleeping under a rock, you might not know. Sleeping under a rock. What's the saying? Living. But close enough. (laughs) It is close enough. You did well, Bronte. You tried, and that's all we can ask. The Ellen DeGeneres show has been just tainted with stories of... Sexual misconduct, a lot of bullying, a lot of like just terrible, terrible discrimination. Absolutely. Just a shocking, malicious environment yes. to work in, which is obviously dumbfounded so many people because of how the show is portrayed as a beautiful, accepting, loving place. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was for me, Bronte, for so I many know. years. I loved it. And then as I'm seeing this stuff unfold, it's really starting to hurt. Well, it's hurting Ellen DeGeneres as well. She described the allegations in a video conference to the workplace Monday saying it was heartbreaking and she admitted that she was not perfect. But she has made some pretty big decisions over the past couple of days. She has fired three of the top producers. So she's fired executive producers Ed Glavin and Kevin Lenman Mm -hmm. and co-executive producer Jonathan Norman. So they've all been ousted from the popular talk show and um, they were part of it for quite a while and also going to do the spin-off Ellen's Game of Games but no longer. So she's broken this news, uh, obviously not made too public yet. She seems to be telling the show what's going on before it goes public, but it's now getting it's getting leaked. leaked. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. can I add to that? You can. Um, she has come out and apparently apologised once again privately just over the last 24 hours to her staff on the talk show who she who felt she wasn't kind. So she's individually apparently spoken to people wow. and apologised to herself. So I wonder... Uh, what step that will mm. take into fixing the problem or if they won't accept it. I saw that she was out to lunch with, I think it was um, who Kevin Hart, who had come oh, out yeah. publicly last week and supported her, and um, she didn't look very, very well. Mm. Kevin Hart's been in a bit of hot water himself, Yeah, so interesting to what, see who they're hanging out with. What I think is a bit interesting about this whole thing and what we've seen a lot of this year is Ellen has gotten a lot of support from celebrities and saying we were always treated so well on the show and it's like well of course you were yeah, A, you're celebrities mm. and B, no one really cares what you think anymore <laughs> we- as we've seen this year people are not turning to celebrities anymore no. in order to get any kind of like comfort or anything. Mm. They're just not relatable anymore. No, you're right. You're right. They're um, living in their ivory towers, so to speak. Yeah. Some have absolutely come out against celebrities. Celebrities themselves have gone, all right, guys, we're not in a position. We're good at acting and singing. Yeah. We're not the intellectuals of the world necessarily, so that's good. But overall, yeah, it's a tough situation, a tough time to be a celebrity, Mm. believe it or not. So Um, Now, can I quickly say the quote that the source has told People magazine that Eleanor said? She said, I'm a multi-layered person and I try to be the best person I can be and I try to learn from my mistakes. I'm hearing that some people felt that I wasn't kind or too short with them or too impatient. I apologise to anybody if I've hurt your feelings in any way so it's an okay apology but we'll see what it does i want to know if they're going to do another season of the show surely not no one's going to watch it oh they might if she really can address it and make it a better workplace for those employees but we'll keep you updated the catch up with bronte and sam preparing for landing want more head to hit riverina on facebook or instagram 
Bronte and Sam on the Riverinas Hit 93.1.